That music can mean one thing and one thing only. I'm expanding from my country twang. I, you know, I can't even think of it. What's that? What's what's the what's the uh, the voter fraud song? There it is. I'm expanding from my country twang to a little hip rock. I'm becoming multifaceted in my musical endeavors. Joining us now is Jimmy Lozon. He is the coach of the Londonderry Lancers gridiron team. That's uh, football for you, those of you in Suncook. And uh, <laughs> Jimmy comes to us every Thursday morning at this time to talk about sports in our own backyard. He is a uh, not only just a, a, a football coach at Londonderry, a former football coach at West. He's also coached uh, track and field, baseball, played baseball, basketball, football. So uh, coached at the college level. Jimmy's, Jimmy's been around, and he's brought many insightful issues to the ears of our audience. And uh, those of you who are parents have expressed your um, appreciation for that. And uh, it's funny because I've had parents say, uh, replay the archives for their kids. You need to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, good morning, Jimmy. Good morning. So um, we might as well get this out of the way. Your uh, your your playoff hopes uh, dashed on the rocks of the Salem football team. If I'm not mistaken, that 35-14 score that you guys lost by was the same 35-14 score that you lost to them by a little earlier, just just before the playoff game. Yep, a week before, same exact same exact score. I felt like it was a totally different game. Um, you know, we were down 28 nothing in the first game when we kind of you know started putting some other kids in and it was senior night we played a lot of our seniors and you know um it had a different feel to it than the playoff game where at halftime it was seven to seven and uh, i feel like uh you know um all but one play in that first half we had owned the first half we had done a really good job and you know just uh they had a little too much firepower they started you know coaches made really good adjustments at halftime they put us in a bind in a couple of formations and they were able to uh you know to find our weaknesses and, and exploit them there you go. So now you were a little, you, you were a little. I don't want to say worried, perhaps, because of how you were going to tackle the game and the people that you chose to, to to start versus people who maybe were expected to start because, well, they were seniors or this or that. Yeah. So did you did you end up taking any heat for uh, some of those coaching decisions? Or? Um, it, it's the toughest part of the job is to to make those type of decisions. And um, in a playoff game, you've got to do, you know, or I, I guess, at the end of the day, have to do what. Uh, what what I think's best, and that's not always correct. But you know, there's no way of knowing unless we unless we make those moves. And uh, no, I didn't really take any heat for it. Um, you know, I didn't talk to every single kid and, and check on how they were feeling. But uh, I'd imagine you know some of them probably were a little upset that they didn't see more playing time in a, in a playoff game. But uh, you know, at that point where we've got a win to survive to to move on to the next week and and so we had to you know make some moves but I'm proud of our guys they did, they had a great season I don't think many people were expecting us to go six and three and then uh, enter the playoffs and um, obviously you know we ran into some tough opponents at the end it was a tough stretch for us but uh, I think overall we've we've definitely taken a step in the right direction we started a lot of young guys on Saturday so we're looking forward to the future but seniors did an unbelievable job regardless of you know what happened on Saturday they. Uh, they were they were excellent, and nobody would know that unless they were part of the program. But the seniors really had a major impact. 
Well, that, that that's good because you want to kind of go out with a bang. But in the meantime, some of the non-seniors who get some playing time that they maybe wouldn't have had you made more conventional decisions get some valuable playoff experience that should sure. be helpful in the next season. And assuming you get into the playoffs again, will be um, give them a leg up for sure um, because they actually played under those circumstances. Yeah, and I hopefully it'll be motivation going forward. And mm-hmm. they they know what it feels like to be in a playoff game now. And yeah. You know the atmosphere and and the preparation and how serious it is, and hopefully they'll uh, they'll think about that this off season as yeah. they're working for it. Now there's some real stem winder games uh, uh, last Definitely. Saturday or was it? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, uh, Goffstown beat Exeter, correct, and yeah. that was a, a big game. Yep. And uh, and you called this one when a Cunnet beat Bedford. Correct. By one point. Both of those games were really close. And I think Very it was close. it Nashua South got routed by Pinkerton. Correct. So. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, Salem game, you know, it has a bigger impact uh, on, you know, our game had a bigger impact going forward because some, Salem's best player won't be playing this week. So, um, I, you know, P- Pinkerton and Salem, that, that'd be a tough matchup to begin with. But with Salem without their best player, that, that's that's going to be a tough task. And uh, Pinkerton is as good as any team right now and as hot as any team. Um, and then Gosstown went to Cunnett, second mm-hmm. time around. The first game was a great one, I guess, and uh, I wasn't there to see it. But, um, you know, it's it's tough to beat a good coach and a good team twice. I'm going to... I'm going to have to go with Gosstown in this one. And uh, so Gosstown, Pinkerton, state championship in Division One, I, I think. Really? Yeah. So in Gosstown's got, what, 1,200 kids? Yeah, they're one of the lower. Up against the 3,000, uh, you know, 3,000 kid behemoth that is Pinkerton, huh? Yeah. So yeah. if it's Gosstown, Pinkerton, what's the call? Oh, boy. Um, You've got to go with defense. And I guess, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Gosstown. I know it sounds crazy, but. You know their defense just seems to be one of the best in the state, if not the best in the state. And, and you gotta you gotta go with their defense. And the fact that they're you know they're shutting teams down like Exeter, and they shut when it kind of down. They both have extremely good run games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that's what it takes in New Hampshire is you gotta be able to stop the run. So, uh, I, I, and knowing Pinkerton pretty well, if you can stop the run, you you stand a good chance. So um, I'm gonna go with Gosstown, but you know, and they also have the best player left probably. Um, of the four teams in uh, Duval, uh, their safety and slot receiver, kick returner, punt returner—he's probably the best player left in the state um, playing. So, you know, got to go with the best player too. Well, do you think teams that because uh, when you when you focus on a player like that, you, you know, it's become a strategy of the team to kind of take that player out or, or limit their effectiveness uh, and hope that the rest of the team can't accommodate yeah. uh, their, especially when it's a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, well, you know. You know, it's tough when it's quarterback because he touches the ball every time. But, you know, for instance, we played Merrimack this year, and they have one of the better players in the state, too, mm-hmm. and, um, and a player named Joe Eichmann. And, uh, you know, it was exactly that. We just tried to limit the amount of touches he had and, uh, you know, have somebody there for him every single time. And if he beat that, the guy that was covering him short, then we had somebody over the top uh, waiting for him there. And uh, so, yeah, limit his touches, uh, limit him on special teams, and just try to, you know, eliminate – the uh, the possible impact that he could have on the game. Gotcha. So it looks like uh, looks like some, but we'll see. I mean, <laughs> Salem could easily win. Win it kind of could easily win. I could be way off. It, it, it's going to be interesting. And then Division Two, the big upset was uh, Bow over Wyndham. Yeah. Uh, and so Bow and Hanover will play. I'd uh, I'd imagine. I don't know much about Hanover, but Bow obviously to be able to knock off Wyndham must have a a pretty good team. So, and then the other matchup is either St. Thomas Wyndham versus was, Plymouth. Either that or Wyndham was uh, you know. Paying attention to their own press. I don't know. Yeah, that seems crazy to me. That's two years in a row that they've went out as a top seed. So, uh, 
Yeah, it's interesting. Now, Wyndham will be coming up, and, uh, you know, rumor has it they may be, you know, coming to our division. Who knows? They may be in the West. I don't know. But um, they'll be in the West or the South either way. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting if we have to play them year in and year out. They're right down the street. So is Pankerton. So, yeah, it'll be fun. But. Start start scouting. So, uh, all right. So I know we want to talk about uh, recruiting, right? So when well, do, when it's that time come- of the year. Now, so they wait till the season's over to start recruiting kids, or for fall sports? Um, not not necessarily till it's over. I mean, they 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 probably do a lot of the um, the light work over the summertime. They start to get things you know in order for some of the kids that they're interested in. They watch them during the season. They check out the film. They check out the games. And uh, but right now is is over the next month to two months is is like you know they're going to be at every high school and they're going to be talking to every kid and these are for fall sports again um, so, so you're not just talking football here not just <laughs> no not just football um fall sports even winter sports right now it you know they're they're probably a little further down uh, along in the process and then as far as the spring sports go i mean they're by the time the spring rolls around and those kids enter their senior year of baseball or lacrosse or whatever they're playing they're already going to know where they're going so um if they haven't signed or committed uh yet they they will soon enough so uh but as far as you know I see it from my football kids standpoint um this is the time of the year that they're getting recruited and I just you know it's not just our guys it's everywhere but um just some tips of advice that I w- I would give those guys is um you know take everything the coach is telling you with with a grain of salt because that's now is it the coach that's doing the recruiting? How is it, or is there a designated yeah, sort of the assistant? Yeah, so it's so it's each, typically someone of the coaching staff. Correct, and, and the coaching staff in colleges is split up by state or area, mm-hmm. um, depending on on where they want to pull players from, and um, and so yeah, I mean those and those coaches, it's like. For young college coaches, you're trying to prove yourself to the head coach, and you want to bring in as many good players as possible. So you'll say whatever you need to say to get those <laughs> kids in there, and and that's the honest to god truth of it. And um, so, so what's the sniff test? You know, how do you, if you're a parent, if you're and now should the should the kid ever be meeting with a recruiter without a parent present? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that would be a good thing because the the player has to speak for himself too. And that's right. another thing a lot of college coaches want to see is they want to see less of the parent and more of the of the player. Well, and, especially and so, if they're going to say anything, right? Exactly, and 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 absolutely. And so, it, you know, my advice to the players just you know listen to what he's saying, but look at the program as a whole. Look at you know, go see a game. Look at the position players that you're going to be going up against. Look at the roster. Um, you know, look at the kids that have entered before you. And then biggest thing is look at the other schools that are recruiting you. And if the other schools in their conference are recruiting you, then maybe you do, you know, deserve to play in that conference. But if this is the only team in that conference that's recruiting you and everybody else is a lower division or whatever the case may be, then, you know, something might be up or, you know, and you feel good because you got this one school that's a division two school that's recruiting you over these division three schools. And uh, that should tell you something, but definitely be careful about, you know, uh, walking into. Right. But why would a, why would a division two school sort of recruit down, like recruit kids that are sort of beneath the level of play? Sometimes they just need players. You know, they're not necessarily going to give them money, uh, but you know, you need, you need bodies. You need guys to go up against every day in practice. And uh, and again, you, you're a young coach. You want to you so want to bring pra- in ten guys. You know, so they could be practice dummies for sure for the next four years. Kind of like uh, Rudy at Notre Dame, right? correct? But what? they think they're go- they're going in to play. And this is why the transfer rate is so high because a lot of kids aren't making the right choice and believing some of the things that they say. And I'm not saying if a recruiting coach is telling you something that. It's not necessarily true. I would just be be aware, and then uh, you know my second piece of advice would be pick the right fit, pick the right academic fit. You know, um, it's not the best school, and it's not the best football program, 
pick the right fit, you know, um, the right place to be at for the next four years. Because at the end of the day, um, and I watch a lot of football, especially in New Hampshire. I don't see too many guys that are probably going to go to the NFL. <laughs> so we're looking at four more years of football or four more years in any sport that you're right. going to play. And uh, at the end of the day, all that really matters is that is that um, that degree and that you know right. uh, what you learn over those next four years. And that's actually you know that's actually pretty good advice. Uh, we we we've had a brush with recruiting in my household. My son is a, a, a track and field, uh, uh, and he was recruited by Regis College. Yep. Uh, which is in Boston, yep. Catholic College. So yeah, we we like that. And um, uh, for whatever reason, they they the coach sent a letter saying we think you'd be a good fit for our for our track and field program and all that other fun stuff. And he looked into the college, and it's it's very good with like uh, you know science and health and all, all all of those things, which my son is not interested in <laughs> at all. Um, and especially given his experiences in science and chemistry and biology. We won't go into the details, but he's like, there's no way that I'm right. Yeah. This is not right for me. Right. So it was, it was nice. He was flattered. He was honored. It, exactly. We yep. were all a little bit surprised like, huh? Okay. <laughs> yep. But, uh, uh, we, we did do that to, we looked at the school and we said, yeah, this, this isn't going to be a right fit. Yeah. The right fit in, you know, the right area. And there's so many things that go into it and, and the right price and all of that kind of stuff. Yep. And you gotta, you know, it's tough because you want to go in and play football and have a you know a great experience, and that would be the next big thing is is pick the school that you're going to have a great experience at, and understand that you're probably going to go back to the bottom. You're going from being you know the senior to the guy to the in the newspaper to you know to everybody bring me that spit bucket exactly, and you're back to the bottom. <laughs> and some kids, it's not the case. Some kids come in as freshmen and make an impact right away, but the majority of them are going to go back to the bottom. It's like going back into high school again, and um, you just got to understand that. And a lot of kids are so high at where they're at right now that they, they want to stay at that level, and, and it's tough. you got to go back to work and work your way up. There's a big difference between an 18-year-old kid or some, some kids are even younger than that going up against a 22- or 23-year-old person yeah. that's playing in the same field. That's, that's, that's difficult. So, yeah. um, you know, that's, that's a big difference. And then, uh, you know, just be ready to work hard and be patient would be, you know, my advice to those guys. I give this advice to my players, and some take it, some don't. But, um, and don't pick a school because of a coach. A lot of kids fall in love with the, the recruiter that, that, you know, they build this relationship with. Sometimes yeah. by the time the season comes around next year, he's not even there. They're gone. Know? Yeah, exactly. Bye-bye. So you're like, wow, uh, the one guy I knew <laughs> is no longer here, and so now i got to prove myself. Don't, you know, don't, um, you know, don't build too close of a relationship with the recruiter. I mean, definitely want to, you know. Yeah, um, and then determine whether or not you want to do that because I know my son is – the colleges that he's looking at, I mean, some he clearly could be, quote, on the team, and other he clearly – would not be. And so mm-hmm. at all of them, though, he's looking to see what they have for intramurals or club sports or, or things like that, where he can do it recreationally yep. to stay in shape and to be involved with the uh, with the sport, but not have the demands yep. of, of doing it competitively. And, yep. uh, you know, so that's it. All right. Londonderry coach J- Jimmy Lozon, as always, with insights on what parents and students should look for at uh, as the college recruiters come a calling and why they just might say anything who knows maybe they'll run for mayor someday (laughs) jimmy as always we appreciate you thank you all right we're going to take a break for traffic weather and sports when we come back we'll hit the news stay with us